This is the Ordained Educator Podcast, and I'm your host, Bridget Jackson. For almost three decades, I have lived and loved doing one of the greatest passions on earth, educating. I'm an ordained educator. If you're listening to this podcast, you are destined to do what you're doing too. You are ordained to impact others. Thank you for joining us today. Welcome, welcome back, ordained educators. We are in our final series, series number six in our six-week summer series, Leveling Up Conscious Development. And we're going to talk again a little bit more about emotional intelligence, but we're going to drill down and talk about something that we can do that we can help increase our emotional intelligence. Our topic today is I can conquer a crisis. Yes, you can conquer a crisis if you have the right skill set. And I believe that you do. And I believe that you can sharpen that saw. So in this episode, we're going to get into more conversations about emotional intelligence and conscious development. That is the title of our series is conscious development. And we want to drill down into that. Um, During the six week series, we've been discussing self-awareness, self-regulation, social skills, empathy, and motivation. Today, we're going to wrap all of that up with a nice little bow in a great package. If you're listening for the first time, I invite you to listen to each episode because they scaffold upon each other. You might be asking, what are you going to get from today's episode? I'm going to be sharing with you about emotional intelligence and help you decipher the inner metrics, not the outer metrics, but we're going to talk about inner metrics. What do we already have within ourselves? You own it. It's in you. Yes, you are your most valuable tool in your toolbox. And I've been saying that on various episodes, but today you're going to see it even more. You own your intelligence, you own your intellect, and how you use it, that's how you experience the world around you and how you're able to influence. So it's all within you. You got it. Yes, I've been saying this. You are ordained for this. You are talented and you are unique and you are wonderful. You are a masterpiece. So I think you will agree that during these times, we need controlled thinking and we need to step up or level up our game more than anything else. And it's going to, again, cause us to sharpen our saw. Thank you to Exponential Edgeventure for sponsoring this week's episode. Calling all educators. Do you want to get noticed at work and be valued for what you do? Be the go-to person, the influencer in your area of expertise? Do you desire to have amazing connections with administration and be viewed as the glue that keeps the team together? And finally, do you feel there's a promotion waiting for you, but you need that last push to get noticed? During this podcast series, we are offering a free life coaching session designed exclusively for educators to help you make that happen. Act fast. Go to simplytomorrow.com and use the offer code podcast. All right, let's get into our topic today. Again, it is I can conquer a crisis. Yes, you, Y-O-U, you have the ability to conquer a crisis. It's been a rough year and 
it's been predicted that this is not going to end anytime soon. I've heard people be very frantic and it's just it's just crazy right now. But that doesn't mean it has to be gloom and doom for us, especially for those in the educational arena. We work with people, so we don't work with widgets or gadgets. We have to be on our game and we have to know our end game. Mistakes can cost us a lot because we have lives at stake. So it's very important for us to be conscientious and cognizant of that. We have to be in front of our game. That's crucial just point blank. So high um, people with high emotional intelligence, as I said before, they have a fervor to accomplish the goals and the achievements that they have on the inside of them. They're very action-oriented people and they're committed to things and they show initiative. And so we have to be that way right now more than anything. We have to really continue to have self-conversations and we have to talk about our emotional intelligence. Where are we? Are we at the front of the game? Do we truly know how unique and powerful we are? Having a consciousness about yourself is one of the most valuable tools in life. It's more valuable than some of the training that you receive. I know for me, it has been. Me understanding myself, my personal development has been more uh, beneficial to me as a leader as a uh, student, as a lifelong learner than anything else. So it's very, very important. So about 16 years ago, I was introduced to assessment that helped shape my thinking. It was an assessment of my behavior tendencies and it was on point. It actually scared me. How could someone know me that well, but not personally know me? Like literally the people who were doing this profile didn't know anything about me, but this tool was so dynamic. It shared some things in intimate things about me that I'm like, there's no way in the world, but it was, it was on point. Well, this tool was designed like that. It was designed to help you understand your behaviors and boost your capabilities. And if you allow it, it could do some really incredible things. Well, I'm just going to be real with you. I didn't allow it. So 16 years ago, I had one of the most valuable tools at my disposal. And I knew the information and I used it here and there, but I definitely was not consistent. In fact, I was consciously incompetent. And so that stage of learning that I've talked about over and over again, where you don't realize that you're not doing the things that you know. So you know it, but you're not applying it. You're not actuating. And it cost me. It cost me some valuable things. I had some serious learning curves that I had to do. Have you ever done that? My parents called that bumping your head against the brick wall. Who wants to bump their head against the brick wall? Do you? I know I didn't, but as people, we do it all the time. We're always, no, not always. I'll take that word back because that's a, a, a word that means always. And so not always, but a lot of times we have the tendency to do things that's counterproductive for us and there's no reason for it. And so today, again, we're going to talk about this incredible tool, an incredible way that you could learn anything and really develop yourself. 
So during this period of uncertainty, we certainly can use this. We can learn more about um, ourselves. You can learn more about you and you can thrive. That's our goal. Wouldn't you want to do that? What if I told you I could show you how to, again, do something very, very simple, but it's going to get you lots of impact? And I call that return on investment. So I say that all the time. Years ago, I got into real estate. So I've kind of been like a serial entrepreneur. I've started different businesses, even though I've been an educator for almost 30 years. I've always had something that I did on the side. And I got into um, buying some property that I was going to rehab and turn into some nonprofit ventures. And one of the things that, you know, people talk about in the real estate world is having return on investment. Or if you're in the investment world, financial world, talk about return on investment. Well, as educators, we have to have a return on investment too. We want to make sure what we're pouring into and what we're doing, we're going to get something out of that. And so whatever age level that you're educating, we want to make sure that those people thrive and they grow. But not only that, you're your first student. We need to make sure we ourselves are doing that. And so you want to have return on your investment at this time, especially. It's so crucial for us to level up. We don't know what's going to happen from day to day. This pandemic is real and it's wreaking havoc on people's lives. But the thing that you control is you. Here's how you can put this knowledge and understanding to use to give yourself as much benefit as you can. Not only for you, as I said before, what you do for you is going to help others as well. So basically, we have four different types of personalities that you can fall into when you take what I call the flight assessment. So the flight assessment talks about the attributes of a pilot, a flight attendant, grounds crew, and air traffic controller. Now, I know many of you have flown a plane. You know, I, I doubt if there's anybody out there in the listening audience that has never gotten on a plane. Um, and so when you get on a plane, you know, there's an experience that you go through, you know, and there's people that help make that experience and to make sure you make it to your destination. That's the whole goal of any airline. No airline wants to uh, have on their record that their passengers did not get from A to Z. There's four different types of people that I wanna talk about that actually make that flight experience where you get from A to Z. We're gonna apply that right now. So first you got your pilot. Let me talk about the pilot. So the pilot is decisive. The pilot is driven. The pilot, uh, many people call the pilot born leaders. And so they are result-oriented type of people. They have a natural desire to overcome obstacles. They're very straightforward, but they're also positive people. They're motivated by direct answers. And during this time, especially right now, you're probably seeing pilots step up their game and they take charge. Now, who are you thinking about when I just talked about the pilot? Is there somebody that comes to mind? Are you? the person that comes to mind when I talk about that pilot? Is it your colleague? Who's in your life, your personal life, that could fit that description? Think about that for a moment. Now, let's talk about the flight attendant. When you get on that plane, you have a flight attendant that makes sure that your experience 
is very rewarding. So they're very enthusiastic. They rely on dreams and emotions. They're the type of people that are very optimistic and they see big dreams and they love to communicate big dreams. So their job is to be social. Their job is to connect with people through thoughts. They're team oriented and they're known for making and creating experiences. Again, go back to that airplane. When you get on that airplane, that pot, matter of fact, let me tell you about my last flight experience. Right before COVID hit, I flew to Florida uh, for a podcasting uh, convention. It was phenomenal. Anyways, when I'm on the plane, the one of the, the the flight attendants, I mean, I you know, you know, you don't listen most times when they read and they talk about in case of emergency, you know, people are doing everything distracted. Nobody's really looking at the flight attendant. Well, this particular flight attendant on this flight. Oh, she stopped everybody in their shoes. We had nothing but to pay attention to her because she did the emergency in such a way. She was dramatic. So she was kind of like role playing, but she was also drawing us in by asking questions and doing things. Like I said, I had never, and I've been flying for literally over 40 years. I've been flying and I've never experienced a flight like this. I will never forget her. I'll never forget her name. I'll never forget her face because she made an indelible uh, impression on me. It was a great experience. And that's kind of like what flight attendants do. And going back to pilots, pilots, again, they're very decisive. They want to make sure you get your destination. That is their job 100%. So when I talked about the flight attendant, does that resonate with you? Or are you thinking of somebody else that you know that's a flight attendant? Um, think about that for a minute. Because it's, it's very important for us to know who we are. Because when we know who we are, then we know how we can engage in what I called on the other podcast, the soul realm. Then we know how our will, our intellect, our emotions, our memories, and our imagination is going to respond with the world around us. Next, we have the grounds crew. Again, when you think about that flight experience, you have a grounds crew. Now, many of us, and, and I say many because I really don't see too many people that check bags unless they're going on a long vacation. But most people, business people like myself, if we're going somewhere, we literally have a carry on and we're going and we're trying to get back to our original uh, spot that we started at. Well, the grounds crew is the person in that airport who was responsible for being behind the scenes to make sure that stuff happened. So they're reliable and they're consistent. Well, at least we want them to be. You know, we don't want our luggage to get destroyed. We don't want to be riding down the tarmac and they're sending the plane a different direction than where they're supposed to. So they need to be reliable. They need to be consistent. Grounds crew are driven by people, but they're driven by the structures of people. I call grounds crew people the human duct tape. They're very necessary in any organization, in any family, in any, again, group dynamic. You want to have grounds crew people because they're the glue that holds things together. They're very loyal to the people that they support. They are, again, human duct tape. So think about that. You know, do you know anybody that's like a grounds crew type person? Is that you? Are you the glue that holds things together? It's very important for us to know what our superpowers are. 
And then finally, we have air traffic controllers. And so the air traffic controllers, oh my God, are they important in that flight experience? Yes, because they're the ones that are in the towers working and making sure that they're communicating with the flight crew. And they're making sure that things are happening, big picture things. So they're big picture type people. They're very factual. They rely on analytical rather than emotions. Can you imagine somebody in the air traffic controller saying, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. No, you expect them to be on their game and know what to do. You expect them to be very systematical, systematic rather, and critical. You expect them to be the problem solvers because you're trying to get from A to Z. They have a very critical role. So they're very good at procedures and protocols and not just procedures and protocols, but they aim for accuracy. Again, wouldn't you want the air traffic controller to be fully accurate? I think you would. They have high standards. And so they're very important to the scheme of that flight experience. Now, I ask you again, who are you thinking about when I just gave you a brief synopsis of the air traffic controller? Who comes to mind? Is it you? Is it somebody else you know? A team member? A leader? Who? Somebody in your family? So think about that. So we all have superpowers. And I just gave you four different personalities and we have all of them. So all four of those tendencies are in our lives, but what degree are they in our lives? That depends on how we're wired. And so you want to know how you're wired because that's going to help you get through this world. And definitely during this pandemic, you have to understand and know, I'll, I'll share with you. I'm definitely a flight attendant. You probably hear it when I come on the podcast and everything, but I also have Uh, tendencies in air traffic control. It's times that I have to be very systematic. I have to be factual. I can't just be the emotional Bridget that I am because I am very emotional. I'm very loving. I'm very charismatic. I'm gregarious at times. And so I have that and I know that that's my superpower. But I also know, especially during this time of crisis, during this time of the unknown, I know I have to also be very methodical and problem solving has to come out at some time. I know my strengths and I know my constraints. And so that's very crucial. Just like that, you need to know your superpower because if it's handled, uh, not handled correctly, it can cost you. It can be kryptonite. And who wants to have kryptonite in front of them during the middle of this pandemic? I don't think you do. It's very crucial that we know ourselves. It's very, very imperative. I can't say that enough. During this time, we need to know ourselves. And that's where the emotional intelligence comes in. We know who we are and how to move through our life based on our emotional intelligence. Just like we work on being very um, cognizant, and increasing and leveling up ourselves intellectually, we have to make sure that we do the same thing personally. How much have you poured into your personal development? And when I mean personal development, I'm not talking about just the fact of you learning things because that's personal development too, but I'm talking about for you, the actual person. Right now, 
We're learning game plans on how to maneuver during this crisis. We have all types of strategic things that we're learning. We have all types of things that we're learning when it comes to technology because many people are doing virtual right now. And so we're learning all of that. But just as much energy as we pour into those types of learnings and those types of developments, we have to make sure we're pouring into our individual selves. What are you doing for yourself? Remember I told you that a brain expanded can never return to its original form? So I hope you've been being expanded. What can you get out of this? How can you act on this knowledge? So if you're trying and you want to know more about um, your superpowers, I invite you to go to the website simplytomorrow.com and on there is a free tool that can help you start walking in your power, in your authority, and in your giftedness. Because remember I just said, you have to pour into you just as much as you pour into others and into other things. How are you developing yourself personally? There's a quote by a man named Roy T. Bennett. He has a book called The Light in the heart. And so he does a lot of positive self things. And he says this about investing in yourself because the biggest compound effect that you can make is investing in yourself. So he says this, he says, there's no more profitable investment than investing in yourself. It is the best investment you can make. You can never go wrong with it. It is the true way to improve yourself to the best version of you and let's, and lets you be able to best serve those around you. That's powerful. You can't serve people around you until you invest in yourself. So I hope you're thinking about that. So remember, our goal is unconscious competence. And for those of you that this might be your first time, I'll explain that really briefly. There's four levels of competency. So you have unconscious incompetence, conscious incompetence, conscious competence and unconscious competence. And we want to get to the level of unconscious competence. That is the highest level. That is where you're not even thinking about your thinking, but your behaviors, your learning, your habits have become automatic. So you're living in a world of automaticity where you're thriving in that area. You're not even thinking about it. Okay, so you've developed a very good awareness and a knowledge base, but you're even unconscious about the habits that you've formed in the habits that you have formed to do that. So I hope that makes sense to you. It starts off with unconscious incompetence where you're not even aware that you're not aware that you don't know. And so it could be because you don't care. Or it could be because you really don't know and it's something out there that you don't know about. But then you come to the state where you're conscious that you don't know it and you can't do it. And then you level from there and then you move into conscious where you're conscious about it. You know it, but you can't do it. Okay. So where you're conscious about it, the first one is you're conscious about it, but you can't do it. You don't have the ability to do it. Then another one is you're conscious about it. You know it but you don't do it, okay? We're, we we want to get to the point where we are unconscious competent. So I hope that makes sense to you. 
because it's great. It's really, really rewarding. We want to be competent people. It's very important for us to be competent people. As I said before, we work with people, not widgets and gadgets. So mistakes can hurt us. Now we'll make mistakes, but what if it was such a great world where you didn't have to make as many mistakes? Because you're going to make some, but you don't have to make a whole lot of them. The choice is yours. So that's why emotional intelligence is so very important, just as much as cognitive intelligence. And so you might have a high IQ. That's wonderful. That's great. You also want to have a high EQ. You see, when we know better, we do better. I've always said that. That's always been my motto. And so let's try to level up your thinking, level up your conscious awareness so that you can do that. Understanding ourselves and our emotional intelligence allows us to thrive, not just thrive to be better, but that we can make an imprint on education. And right now, we need to make a great imprint on education. Now, what's next? Well, this is the end of our series, but it doesn't have to be the end of our learning. If you're new, a newly subscribed person, I admonish you to keep on. Don't let this go to waste. If this was valuable information, keep rehearsing it. Review the podcast as often as you want. Go back and listen over and over again. If you think you really need to delve more, more into yourself, then I'd advise you to take that flight assessment. Again, I'm offering it for free. And it really is a $97 value. It's marked down right now to $47. But for my podcast listeners, I'm offering it to you for free. Take it. It will take your superpowers to get through this crisis. So learn more about yourself. I hope you know that you have the wherewithal. I admonish you all the time and I encourage you and say that if nobody else has told you lately, I appreciate you. I appreciate the fact that you support this podcast, but that you're supporting education and that you love what you do enough to keep developing. So don't give up. Don't give up hope. You have everything within you that you need in order to accomplish getting through this crisis. You are the best arsenal in your toolbox. Let's put that work to work and let's keep sharpening that saw. For those of you who know, when I say sharpen the saw, I'm talking about Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. His last habit that he talks about, sharpening the saw. Stop, slow down. I know it's a lot to do. And right now, especially if you're listening to this and you're a leader in the school, I know how important right now your time is. If you're an educator and you have a class that you're teaching, I know how valuable your time is, but you have to slow down life to pour into yourself because if you don't build yourself, you have the potential of allowing some of those things to be kryptonite. So don't know your superpower. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you got value out of it or the entire series, please give me some feedback. I'd love to have feedback. You can email me at ordainededucator at gmail.com. You can subscribe to the channel. You can give reviews on iTunes. So whether, I don't know what platform you're listening to right now, um, iTunes is the only one that you can go through to do the review. But if you're listening on um, I uh, iPodcasts, 
If you scroll all the way down to the bottom, when you click on it, all you can do is you can do the stars and then write a review. Or in the show notes, I will link how you can go into iTunes and again, just do a review. That means a lot to me. The reviews really will make an impact on this podcast. And again, for you being a valued leader, I have something that I want to offer that has value add to you. So again, you're able to take that free flight assessment. It's almost a $100 product, but for you, I will offer it for free. I love to socialize, so you can check me out on all my social media platforms. Please hit me up on any of them. They're in the show notes, all of the links. I'd love to hear from you. And most of all, I want to say thank you again for your valuable time, for being a supporter of this podcast. You could be doing anything with your time. I appreciate the fact that you're giving it to me week after week. So if you're new, we do these podcasts twice a week on Sundays and on Wednesdays. Wednesdays is just a short motivational one. So stay with us. And as always, coach me and I learn. Challenge me and I grow. Believe in me and I win. You are a winner.